there, Bogus listeners. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of the Forever Bogus Podcast. I am your bogus host that knows the most, B-Boy Bogus Bryce, staring in the face of my best friend, J-Dog. Hey, that's right. It's me, former mall goth, uh, Jamie here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Hey, it's good to be back on the show. It's been so long since I've seen your pretty face. Uh, it your, really has your been Your pretty like face is going month. to hell, goddammit. Both and, of our uh, pretty faces are going down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, we took our little uh, our little post Christmas hiatus. Yep, did a few reruns and clip episodes. Got a chance to recharge our batteries. How do you feel? You feel recharged? I feel great now. Okay, I am so excited to get back good. on this bogus train. Good, good, choo, good. Choo. Cause I don't feel good. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, you don't feel good. I know you've been having a lot of diarrhea lately. I have been having. <laughs> A lot of things going on. We don't need to go that explicitly. You got to lay off it. the yogurt and lay off the ice cream, I guess. Well, the yogurt is a is a it it deals with the bacteria in there. Look, I'm not going to get into that. I'm, I'm not, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not doctor. We're uh, only like a minute into the show. We're already talking about your bowel movements. I'm sorry, doctor. Who's the doctor on TV? Doctor Pimple Popper? No, yeah, Pimple Popper. <laughs> Holy Phil? shit! No, not Phil. The other one, the one who's like kind of uh, Oz. Doctor Oz. Oz. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think of Dr. Oz? I I don't know. Is he kind of Do you really want to talk about Dr. Oz right now or no, your bowel movements? No, 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 no. No, we really no, shouldn't. No, no, no. <laughs> but what we should talk about are the glorious weekends, my friend. Ooh. Everybody's working for the weekends, including you and I. Yep. And gosh, that uh fewer True words have been spoken than that, you know? <laughs> You're so right. Even though I'm, like we're both working from home, I'm still working for the weekend, baby. Yeah, dude. I, I, uh, it's just life is misery. And then you get to, I mean, gosh, I, I worked my whole, you know, up until uh, I was done with college. I worked weekends, so I really didn't Damn. get to enjoy it. And, and I'm sure there are people out there that still work weekends well, I imagine so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We should shut down the whole world for weekends. I agree. Like, get everything you need on Friday night and be done for the weekend. Everyone can go home for the weekend. I think it'd be a better place. Actually, before, like, you know, that's in the not-too-distant future, or past, I should say, not future, in the not-too-distant past, uh, not-too-distant future is the MST3K theme song. <laughs> you've been Jesus walking, Christ. Yeah, you've been watching too much yeah, uh, MST3K. In the not-too-distant past, actually, like, you know, in my dad's era, if you didn't get your money out from the bank before it closed on Friday, you didn't have money for the weekend. Exactly. That was it. There was no like, oh, let me stop at the ATM. Let me stop at the uh, whatever. Mm -hmm. You were just you were in trouble. Hey, Same shut it down. Walmart. Shut it down, man. Shut it down. I don't care. We don't need this 24-hour service. We're taking over the government now. <laughs> no, right? that's way too soon. We shouldn't be saying that. We're on the storming show. the White Castle. <laughs> God damn it. You had to go there. <laughs> I tried to stop you. And you you didn't want to talk about your bowel movements. Come on, We man. should just be fat idiots <laughs> at Storm and White Castle with flags and screaming. What are you doing? It's, it's Saturday. Yeah. Get this place closed. Close <laughs> yeah. it down. We'll have this agenda that everything should be closed on the weekend. And we won't <laughs> tell anybody. We'll just show up places outraged. And like, what are these guys so mad about? <laughs> you got to be closed on the weekends. What are you still doing here? Go home. Yes. Enjoy your families. Well, anyway, that's a big segue. But we started talking about weekends and particularly since we are a, you know, nostalgic, you know, outlet. <laughs> yeah, I guess you can call us that. We obviously were focusing on weekends from when we were a kid, from back in the, the 90s, the glory yeah, days. Yeah, from our youth. And it's funny that we talked a little bit about this off air and you had a really good statement about how we are now is based on how we spent our weekends and of our youth. Yeah, exactly. I found that as I was, we're, we're going to, if you can't tell already, we've talked about storming a White Castle. We're not doing a very scripted show with a ton of research today. <laughs> no. But I, I put down a few points that I want to talk about of things that took up my time on weekends when I was a kid. And as I was making my list of things that I thought were worthy talking about, I started to notice that 
man, these things really shaped who I am now as an adult. Yes. Like all these things I did and the things that took up my time and the things that caught and my that attention. you enjoy doing. Yeah, it's, it was all present back in the, the childhood weekend. Yep. So let's take a step back, man. What was your regular weekend like? Well, it depends. Like I, mean, I could start, you know, right when I started school. We'll start, we'll start around that time. Like kindergarten or? We'll start like first grade, okay. I'll say. Okay. I lived in this very small town called Brookfield, and uh, I say small, like the biggest happening thing in that town was the very small Walmart. <laughs> that oh, was cool. it. Like McDonald's had just opened up. That was like a really big deal. There was constantly a line through the drive-thru. Uh, but we had this mom and pop rental shop called Video Castle. And I think I've talked about that on the podcast before. If you remember right, I'm pretty sure I have. At least a few times. Video Castle, White Castle... I'm seeing a I'm seeing a parallel here. You know, it's interesting. No, we 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 had no WalMarts up here in New Jersey. Wow. Until rec- until like you know uh, early two thousands. That's you know, crazy. So Walmart uh, is sort of like I don't know. It, it seems it seems like something around here that was so uh, when it first showed up, it was so mystical. And oh my exactly. God, wow, this is a whoa, that's a lot of stuff. And, and that's, in this place. that's how it was when the uh, super center, the Walmart super center opened up in, in that small town. And just everyone gogged over it. It was constantly busy, like, but unfortunately, it took out all the mom and pop shops around yeah. town. So there was like an Esri's, which was like a grocery shop. We had a country market, like, all that got shut down because of Walmart. And probably, I don't, I don't know if Walmart is to blame here entirely, but probably your video castle. Or... Nope, Blockbuster came in about. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was like 2002. And it's funny because my stepmom was the general manager of that Blockbuster. Oh, she was? Wow. So, like, I, I wanted to talk shit. Like, I wanted to say, like, you did all those bad things by coming into this town. You took away Video Castle. You flexed on other places. But I got free movies and free uh, video game rentals. So I could not come Well, you're the reason why they're closed now. You weren't paying for all those goddamn Rugrat tapes you were renting. <laughs> How do you, what do you think? They just stay open magically? You got to pay for your goddamn uh, Super Sentai bullshit. You, you I know. You put them I'm out really, of business. I really probably should. I, I, sh- you know, I accidentally did. I, I had a – my rental place I've talked about on the show before was called Easy Video. And Easy Video. That's I, right. Yeah. I would actually like murder someone to just to go back in time for an hour like of 95 and walk the aisles. Just to roam yeah, the aisles. Yeah. Just to look at the covers of the VHS. I would love that yeah, so yeah. much. The, the space that uh, Video Castle used to be in still exists in Brookfield. And like uh, during the summer for my birthday, I went to go visit my, my parents. It wasn't actually on my birthday. It was kind of like a birthday present to myself. But I went around the town and like rode my bike. And I used to hit up the old spots I used to ride to or hang out with my friends at. And uh, the empty space where Video Castle is currently at, I went inside of it. And it smelt the same. And it made, it really brought me back. What is it now? It's nothing. It's just empty. Oh. How'd you get it? Did you, did you fucking break in? Well, it's, it's hard to explain. So it's like this building. And the bottom loft has two businesses. One is an insurance. The other one used to be, which used to be Video Castle, and then it changed, transformed into a salon, and then it came, became a uh, antique shop, and then now it's just nothing. So the building's still open. You can still access the building because the insurance people in their office still has to access that. And then upstairs in the the next um, section is all apartments, so people still walk through there and stuff. And thankfully, like. The, the door was still unlocked to the empty space that used to be Video Castle. So I opened it up just to peek inside and just the, the smell hit me. And it was just the same smell. And it made me feel nostalgic for the, the weekends because I would go there every Friday and my parents let me rent at least one uh, video and one video game. And um, at the time I had a PlayStation, I believe. I'm pretty sure it was a PlayStation. I think it was around the same time. And uh, would rent really crappy games and watch really crappy movies. And that's how I would spend at least my Friday nights. Yeah. Hey, video vores out there. Analog heads. (laughs) You know we can't do this show without talking about a rental place. If you're talking about the weekends, the local <laughs> rental place is it's just baked in there. It's just it's yes, just so, it is. I think that the internet and I would love to talk about Easy Video at lengths for for hours. Mm-hmm. But I just I, I feel that the internet is covered. They're all good. We've all we everybody's talked about their old rental place that closed down. Sure. So let me let me paint a picture in your house that is maybe parallel to the rental place. Okay. Okay. You got okay. Uh, a path mark. 
which is a, a New Jersey, New York, Philadelphia grocery store chain. I think it's okay. now closed all around. I mean, my local one closed years ago, but I think they're closed in general now. But the there was always a movie rack in there yes. from when I was a kid and onward. And I didn't really pick up on it as a kid, but as an adult and a teenager, when I would go in, I'm like, I have to meet the guy who's ordering the DVDs for this and, and VHSs for this rack <laughs> because it's all black exploitation films, all B horror movie. Like I'm sure it's, it's like all the obscure kind of stuff you really can't yeah, find. Yeah. I I tr- I really try not to, you know, exaggerate or 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 tell any fictional tales in the realm of nostalgia. I I know that here in the in our little pocket of the internet where people are talk about nostalgia and stuff. Everybody has their story of seeing this horror movie at a very young age and all this stuff. And some uh-huh. of it seems a little made up. And so I try to never lie about this, but for real, there were straight up black exploitation films in my, <laughs> in my path mark. And did your parents let you rent them or did you actually like seek them oh, out? You would have to buy, they were like two ninety nine. They were like, oh, uh, you had wow. to buy them. Okay. Um, and so, yeah, I would, I would always buy a movie there. I mean, there were also cartoons and stuff mixed in. So when I was a kid, I'd, I pick up some cartoons. If I was going to the video store, Truthfully, a lot of my weekends were taken up by video games. You know, I would always, even though I knew I was going to walk out of Easy Video with a PlayStation 1 game, uh-huh. I would lap the place and take in all the VHS art and just look at all the movies. Oh, yes. But I knew that at the end of the day, I was going home with like, you know, Abe's Odyssey. Uh, uh, you know, or, some shitty PlayStation One game, Resident Evil. I mean, man, that's a that's man, Resident thing. Evil is always checked out at uh, VideoCast. So I had to borrow a neighbor's. For a while, and he got pissed at me because he's like, "You could borrow it for a night." I'm like, "Okay, great. Sounds sounds awesome." I had it for two weeks, oh. and he would come by like every day. And I'm like, "I'm not. I'm not here. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not on your side in this argument. I would be fucking. I'm sorry. I I wanted to beat it so bad. It was so good. I loved it so much. But but that does take me back to the the grocery store days where they used to have a little bit of everything. Yeah, you don't. You really don't see it as much now. But they used to have. Um, rental space, a, f- a floral shop. They used to like, even like smaller stores, like a uh, shoe repair, like really random kind of things. Like it was a one-stop shop back in the day. Let me, let me paint a little picture for you. To okay, go ahead. Let me, let me see this picture. It's Friday night. Okay. It's 6 PM. Okay. You just got pizza with your family, with your mom and dad. Uh, yes. Stroll into the old path mark and, and it's starting to get dim outside. It's like kind of gray and blue outside. And, yeah. and the flickering blue and red pathmark neon light outside, you know, it's like this welcoming beacon and you, and you walk in there and you, you grab yourself a, a stovetop jippy, jiffy pop to make. Mm-hmm. And Classic. you look in the 399 movie section there and you find something like, I don't know, like Black Assassin or something like that. You're like, oh, this looks kind of <laughs> cool. Coffee. This looks kind of, yeah, there was actually, when it was closing, I bought coffee from there. Nice. Uh, the movie coffee for those of you who are not initiated into black exploitation films. <laughs> yeah, I, I just simpler times, man. The weekend was about really simpler was. times, a, a, and I think that that's a big part of it too. A lot of joy comes from simplicity. I think I agree, and that's why I think so many people feel so nostalgic for their youth because it was simple. And I don't think I'll ever fully enjoy a weekend like I did when I was younger because when I was younger, I could. Like looking back in hindsight, I was actually relaxing. I was actually yeah. being present, you know? Yeah. I would just be random. A friend would hit me up and be like, hey, you want to go ride bikes to the park and hang out? Yeah, yeah. let's do it. Some, something spontaneous. Let's go do it. Nowadays, I'm like, I got to check to see if, if I had to do this. Well, this is due. It's a lot of I chores. I really want to work on this. There's like too much going on uh, nowadays. I can't fully be present yeah. during my weekends. Yeah. And that's, that's such a bummer. I, I think that there's probably some benefit to, to getting all your shit done on Friday. So you know you have at least one day to just... Yes. You know, whatever. But as we get older, that just straight up becomes an impossibility. It is. There's always something to do. And that's what sucks. And and like owning a home, it's like, man, I could, it's nice out. The sun's out. I can go out and do a little bit of yard work for a couple hours and I'll come and relax. Well, it ends up being like a full day thing. Sure. Like, cool. There's yeah. also things that are extinct now. Yes. For, you know, when I think about the weekends when we were a kid, there are things that are just gone. Like the video rental store is gone. 
You I know, know family video is closing their doors. Yep. I think yep. that's the last real chain. As of this recording, yeah, that's 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 recently. In fact, the thing is, though, I was surprised to hear that there were any still open when they made that announcement. We actually have a couple here in Independence where I'm living at right really? now. Really? And uh, they they all closed though, and I think it was April um, because COVID hit, and like there was no way. They could like limits things, even though every time I passed there, there was always nobody there. Yeah, but uh, but but they teamed up with like Marco, so I think they were still trying to hold on to that nostalgia that people love about grabbing a pizza and renting a couple movies for a Friday night. But then people just slowly stopped doing it because everything's online now. And you're right; those those things are ex- extinct. Yeah, uh, I mean, there's there are things that are extinct, and then there are things that are not fully extinct, but it just doesn't make sense to do them anymore. Like, um, one of the big parts of my weekend as a kid, at least was let, let me, let me, let me, let me put out a phrase for you here and see if this does <laughs> okay. anything for you. Okay. 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 This, okay. Is a, this is a long phrase. It is weekend midday broadcast television. Oh yes. yes. You're talking about like right after cartoons. Even like uh, even like hours later, like three o'clock, four o'clock. Yes, uh, yes. Saturday, Sunday, Sundays especially because you would have those movies that would show in the afternoon into the evening. Yeah, and it might be like a movie you've been wanting to watch for a while or a movie you've never heard of. Like, yeah, yeah, I love those. But guys. I, I, I'm thinking like these serialized, uh, you know, shows that you would see on broadcast television back then. I mean, the thing was, I've said this on the podcast before. Uh, but I did not get cable until a little bit later in the game. Mm-hmm. So I spent a lot of my childhood just looking at the channels that I can get from my antenna. And lots of Star Trek. Yeah, and that's <laughs> yeah, my love of Star Trek Next Generation, uh Hercules of Legendary Journeys, Xena Warrior Princess. There's a lot of oh, really yeah. great shows. And actually the thing is about that shows all those shows that are in common, the common theme there is that they are great shows that have an overarching storyline, but you can pick them up wherever. You don't need to okay. watch them back, like if like Breaking Bad or or Sopranos, yeah, you have to or watch them, watch them or a fucking Game of Thrones out. or something. Yeah, if you if you missed an yeah. episode, you would have no idea what's going on. With these great shows of the '90s that came over broadcast television, if you were familiar enough with the characters, it didn't really matter where you came in. Um, That's a good point. Yeah. Now, Hercules and Xena were particularly easy because you have Hercules and Xena. Uh, and that's it. You got to know their, you got to know their characters and their personalities and stuff. Star Trek's a little more complicated because it, it gets better once you, you know, there's like nine characters that you should kind of know and know their personality. And uh-huh. maybe, maybe not nine. I think it's like six. And once you know them, you know, you're, you're good. You could, you could step into episode 34. You could skip to episode seven. You could do episode. Yep. You don't need to watch it back to back. And I, I have memories of, you know, I would go to church with my dad every Sunday as a kid, and I'd be like, the priest would be just like going on, and I'm just like, mm. my knee is bouncing, and I'm looking at the door, I'm looking at my watch, and then and then finally he says like, you know, whatever he says, those, the words that start to, you know, give me the idea that he's wrapping shit up, and I'm like, oh, fuck yeah, fuck yeah, and he, he lets us go, <laughs> and I just, I run full speed, Naruto run with my arms behind my back. <laughs> fast as shit to throw on you know my broadcast antenna television and and see what's left of uh of hercules the legendary journeys that that was my sunday yes. show i would watch that i mean okay yeah well fridays for a long time was tgif and then we skipped over to cartoon cartoon fridays once i actually had a cartoon network and like you know the early 2000s um, that was my Friday night for a long time. Saturdays were always dedicated to Snick yeah. and Nickelodeon. Yeah. And then Sundays was always Fox for me because that's when like the new yeah. uh, Simpsons would premiere. And then like in the early 2000s, they were like animation domination and also had, you know, Malcolm in the Middle that I absolutely loved. So, and for a while, I would watch MTV as well. I forgot what they called that blog, but I had Viva La Bam. Um, what was the other something boys whatever evil a bam um, oh 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 the 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 one with steve-o and chris pontius yes i forgot nature, what that's was called. it nature boys 
Boys? No, not Nature it Boys. It wasn't Nature Boys. Uh, Damn it. Now we're Wild Boys. Wild, Wild Boys. Wild Boys. There we go. Thank you. Thank There's you. There's some saved 16 my year old with pink etnies who's screaming at the top of his lungs I know. right now. It's Wild, Wild Boys. Boys. <laughs> it says it in the theme song. Um. <laughs> do, do you watch, are you a fan of Bob's Burgers at all? You know what? It, it's hard for me to get into, and I don't know why. Okay. I'm just not that big of a fan. I don't hate it. Have you, have you given it, it a, a solid try? Or, or? Yes. Okay. I've watched like a whole marathon. I'm still like, afterwards, I'm like, I'm not satisfied. Oh, okay, was, okay. I mean, it was okay, but interesting. I, I, uh, I'll recommend that to everyone else. Then, I mean, the thing is, like, it's the kind of show that you know, with with Simpsons and and all all these like great family cartoons that are you know evening cartoons that are kind of more mm-hmm. adult centric. Um, yeah, prime time. Yeah, prime time. Thank you. Uh, if it was canceled, we would all be really screaming right now. But I don't see a lot of people talking about it. However. It is like going into its 18th season and it just hit Yeah. as of like this recording. It is its 10 year anniversary of the premiere. Wow. Yeah. I didn't realize it's been a decade. Yeah, it's a decade of, of Bob. That is and wild. and it's, it's, it's really one of those things that I encourage listeners and, and you maybe revisit it sometime. I, 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 you know, I will. Because it is one of those things that once it's gone, we are going to miss it. But uh, I mean, that's how I felt with King of the Hill. Like I wasn't yeah, a huge yeah. King of the Hill fan, but once it was gone, I was devastated. Yeah. And then when they picked it up on um, Adult Swim, I fell in love with it again. I fell in love with it even more than I even appreciated appreciated it before. I watched so it a lot I, as a I, kid. You're probably right, uh, King of the Hill. But I didn't. Me too. I didn't like really pick up on the comedy. I, I just sort of. I didn't dislike. I liked it. I just like it didn't do anything to me. I just kind of was. It wasn't the Simpsons. I was just you looking just, at just it. Just watch it before. Yeah, Simpsons. yeah. <laughs> but now as an adult, like shit, I think I like King of the Hill more than Simpsons. Honestly, you know? I I agree. Uh, it, I love the character so much, and the writing's awesome. Sunday night, man. Sunday nights were great. Well, yep. they were great in the sense of television yes absolutely but every other sense is bad because you get the sunday scaries you start realizing you got to go back to school tomorrow yes you got to see all those what's due yep 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 Mm -hmm. and i get that now as an adult on sunday nights around (laughs) seven o'clock i start pacing around and i'm like oh god i have to be doing stuff tomorrow oh jesus even though we don't actually have to step into work or anything because we're working from home i feel the same way i'm like Man, I only have like four more hours left of this Sunday of my weekend. I feel the pressure for me personally and to all the uh, listeners out there who have been working from home since the pandemic hit. I found that the pressure feels to be tighter to me um, okay. because I feel like I need to work harder to prove that I'm working since no one's looking mm-hmm. down my back. So I'm more stressed and I'm more anxious. It's This has not been good. for a lot of reasons i i have to agree with that it's it's nice that i can actually listen to music like as loud as i want or put something on to watch while i work um and not to worry about anybody looking over me but you're right i feel like i feel the pressure to perform more to prove that like hey i'm still worthy i'm still here i'm still working even though i'm at home well shout out shout out to uh good friend rob listener of the show he uh, is leaving his office job as of this recording. He he is oh, he's leaving his office job. He's going to be, I don't know, a mechanic. I think something like that. He's a, he. Nice. Expo- I, I sorry, Rob. I I know that <laughs> I know you're not a mechanic. I do a really bad job when people talk. I I I I I, I know <laughs> you just zone I, out. I, I don't fully zone out. I just don't think I understand things. You don't comprehend it. Yeah, I'm just. Fo- <laughs> I just. He's telling me his job, his new job. That he's leaving his office job for, and I'm like, okay, so there's cars. Hey, let me tell you about this Star Trek: The Next Generation thing. I don't know. <laughs> well, hey, but anyway, he, that, that's a little aside. He's escaping the shackles of the nine to five uh, computer. Well, congratulations, congratulations, Rob. Good like, you are. Uh, that's that's pretty but, amazing. But the reason that. why I dove into that, besides you know giving a friend a shout out, was because one of the things that we talk about a lot are. The positives of working from home. And like you said, yes. you get to listen to your podcast. I have Star Trek yep. on TV all day or, or yeah, MST3K. I have a podcast going. Yep. I have all kinds of stuff. And it is kind of reminiscent of the weekend because it is so self-indulgent, you know? It is. That's a good point. 
You can drink as much as you want. You yeah. can eat as much as you want. You can go take shits five times a yes. day. I mean, yes. it's it's kind of nice. I would feel self-conscious about the amount of times I would go to the bathroom when I was in an office <laughs> situation. But now at home, it's just like, I go whenever I want. It doesn't matter. I can work while I'm taking a shit. I would find that a lot of my weekends as a kid were spent, a lot of the ones that I have in my memory at least, were spent doing some strange task that I would get fixated on. Um, like what? Like... But I, but I don't mean that in a bad way. It would, it would be turned into something else and sort of become a positive thing. Um, okay. Like, for instance, I would I would wake up on a Saturday and think I really want to find my Kevin Sorbo Hercules action figure. That's the one I want to play okay. with today. And I have no clue where it is, but that's how I'm going to spend the next few hours is finding that thing. And <laughs> in the process of digging for it, I'm finding other interesting figures. I'm finding like notes I've written and folded and hid and and draw and like uh, you know draw uh, explicit drawings that uh, my young child mind. <laughs> like I got to get rid of this, yeah, but you still yeah, put it yeah. Back. <laughs> so it, it, I, it's like a lot of my weekends were spent on this very personal, let's call it action figure archaeology. Where I was sort of just like, <laughs> like digging that. and going through boxes because I had a I had action my fucking life was action figures when I was a kid. I had a giant <laughs> thing under my bed of them. I had three giant Rubbermaid boxes of them that were outside, and I also oh like God. had a few you know let's call them um, I don't know worse for the wear guys that that kind of got stuck in the sandbox for, for months at a time. Mm, and so that was always the last place I'd have to check. If he wasn't anywhere, I'm like, shit, okay. he's in the fucking sandbox, dude. <laughs> I had a, I had a turtle shaped sandbox. I did too. I had that, but our, the, the top, like the shell of it, like blown away during a tornado. And so it, I never had a top. Y'all motherfuckers got tornadoes. Yeah. Damn, yep. Motherfucking tornado. Y'all got real motherfucking tornadoes out there. <laughs> He got tornadoes. He got insane tornadoes. Tornadoes. Insane tornadoes. What else is very? Are you a Midwesterner? I'm a Midwesterner, I guess. You don't seem like the guys in Fargo. No, no, that's more like that's more northern. Are you kidding? You don't seem like uh, Mark Borchard from American. No, movie. that's that's. We're I guess more like middle middle western. Because that's yeah. I I think that the Midwest thing. I think that that covers up too much ground. It does. It is way too so much. You know what I mean? Because the people from Wisconsin are very different from people from Kansas City. Oh, yeah. Way you know? different. Um, and that, my small state of New Jersey, uh, we are divided into three parts that all hate each other. Really? We hate each other. <laughs> North Jersey versus Central Jersey versus South Jersey. And if Damn. and we all hate each other. Why? And because the South Jersey people are kind of Philly people. And the North Jersey people are kind of... Is that more like the Jersey Shore people? Oh, they're their whole own thing. That that's oh its gosh. own, own okay. category. No, no, no. Yeah, oh, that's so interesting that you don't. For me, the different kinds of New Jerseyans are. It's just second nature. But it it, it just dawns on me now that you wouldn't realize what they are. But it's interesting because, like, I forgot where you're at then because you don't sound like you're from Jersey. I am. In, there is a lot of arguments on what is Central New Jersey. If you're okay. on like the top of South Jersey or the bottom of North Jersey, you're always claiming that you're central, but you're fucking not. <laughs> All right. I, if you look at a map of New Jersey, I live in the dead center of it. I'm central New Jersey, so I'm not an asshole of either kind. I'm just an asshole of my huh. own kind. Um, yeah, it's, it's a complex state. And, and I find that uh, the Midwest is, is kind of bogus. For, for doing that. It is. It definitely is. Uh, Missouri's kind of the same way. Cause like when you go north, you hit more Kansas City. And then the s- more south you go, the more like redneck. It gets redneck. All right. Okay. Gets. Okay. And like people have more of like a southern drawl, even though like we're in Missouri, like the central. What's up with Kansas City? Not. Kansas City is its whole thing. Kansas City, Missouri, and Kansas City, Kansas. That's we're a di- problem for we're me. We're divided by a river. Is it the same city, though? Well, it can't be there in a different state. But but if you cross the river into KCK, Kansas City, Kansas, you will notice that there is a difference from being in Kansas City, Kansas than being in Kansas City, Missouri. All right. Kansas City, Missouri seems a little more gingerfied. It's very interesting. And what's Kansas City, Kansas like? It's more of like uh, when you think of like more run down, kind of. Cool. 
it's is it's confusing. Like if you were to see it for yourself, you'd be like, "Oh yeah, this makes total sense." I'm in KCK right now, not KC right, Mo. Right, 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 right. KCK and KC Mo. Wow. Yep. Uh, <laughs> the weekend. <laughs> the weekend. Okay, okay. Here we go. Here we go. So uh, I like the, the the thing that you said. You gotta get fixated on on tasks and stuff. Yeah. Um. When I was able to start skateboarding and start hanging out with other skateboarders and. My friends was started uh, you know, skateboarding as well. We would try to shoot little skateboarding videos. And uh, I was always the one that like people would go to because uh, I wasn't that good at skateboarding, but I can hold the camera steady enough yeah. to go around with these people. But that got me into shooting my own short films and like little skits and stuff like yes. that. So most of those were shot during the weekend. So when somebody got their license, I would hang out with them because we can go to different locations and do like stupid little skits here and there. And that like kind of took over my weekends until I got a job. Um, working at Walmart, go figure. Wow. And uh, so, and even then, I would still squeeze in some time to shoot a movie with a buddy of mine. And I would have like little groups, like one would be the comedy group, one would be more skateboarding, the other would be more like experimental. It was very interesting. Cool. I, I, I think that I, I have to mirror that entirely. Uh, really? We got into skate. Actually, the thing is, I'm, I'm glad you brought up the skateboarding thing because I was thinking about that, you know, in the show. I, di- I didn't want to talk too much about skateboarding in this podcast because we generally talk about pop culture and films and TV and nostalgia and stuff. I mean, skateboarding played a big role in my early 2000s. Yeah. Like my teen years, they played a big role. Uh, that's the understatement of the decade for me, man. I Not only did it play <laughs> – the reason why I, I, I didn't want to harp on it too much is because – my, I have a 100% pop culture blind spot where I did. I, <laughs> if, if you have a movie that came out between 2002 and like 2006, I didn't see it because you were skateboarding, skateboarding and trying to figure out how to, uh, get laid. I know you're going to say, no, I, I, I didn't want to say get laid. I will. <laughs> yeah, but that's the idea. It was our teen years. Everyone was thinking. No, no, about no. That. Really, for real. Between two thousand, <laughs> I'm sorry if you made a feature film or a television show between two thousand two thousand two and two thousand six. I did not see it. I do not care. I was skateboarding and thinking about how to get a girl to touch me. Um, <laughs> and uh, I'm sure we have a lot of people who can relate to that. Yeah, and and that's how I spent a lot of weekends in that era. That's how I explicitly spent weekends in that era. I was, you know, awesome. for those couple of years, that's all I was doing. I was getting scraped knees. I and- miss I miss those times. I remember like spending a night at a buddy's place and he had a um, really nice like tennis court right across the street from him that had uh, like pretty big lights. So it would be dark outside. Nobody would be over there. We turn on the lights and skate until the police told us to go home. And um, I remember those times so well, and I loved it. I cherish those moments. I love those moments a lot. It it is also very definitive for who I am now, you know. I I find that skateboarding friends and acquaintances – skateboarding is such – if you're a listener and you're you're not a skateboarder or you never really were into it, there's this really interesting thing that happens. I'm curious if it happens for you. But around here, I have people that I'll run into – that I have not seen in like 20 fucking years, but because we skated with each other twice. We're like, yo, what's up, dude? You know, like we're like hugging and stuff. It's, 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 it really brings people together. Yeah. There's, there's a definite, there's a bond and there's a community that you create when you skateboard. Like I said, just a bit earlier, um, when I started skateboarding, I found other skateboarders in this small town. And then my friends who didn't skateboard started getting into it as well. So our community grew and we had this very, specific bond um even like kids that were like jock i would consider a jock or something um at school but like outside of school he would skateboard and he was super cool and uh had like almost a different side of him that i think that was because the community brought that out of him and a sense of uh, support and a bond and there has been some people that I've, i have run into years later and just because we used to hang out you know a few times uh, during the weekends or whatever just skateboarding we still share that bond and we recognize that and we still like yo what's up hey it's powerful i'm glad to hear that's everywhere yeah uh yeah that's what that is a way to spend your weekends and i do not regret any of those days uh very much same thing though we we used to make skate videos and when we realized we weren't that good they turned into comedy videos and (laughs) you know and then and trying to make films and and i've made movies starring 
action figures. <laughs> Which I'm still waiting to see. I You're never going to see that. No one's ever going to see that. I want you so I bad. used to make movies with action figures all the time. I have great ideas for movies. Well, what I thought were great ideas when I was a kid. And I said, well, I, I'm not going to be able to get actors to do this. So I'll I'll get the action <laughs> figures to be my actors. Now, I can't remember the answer to this question, but was it stop motion or were you using like your hands and frame and like doing the audio and voiceover? Yeah, hands and frame and, and, and okay, audio. Okay. Yeah, no, no. I, That's I was... a little more um, embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, it's very embarrassing. And my my the tapes like wound up at my grandmother's house and every Christmas there, she like – Oh, let's bring those tapes out. Let's watch those. Break them out. And I'm like, that's no, 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 no. <laughs> so in my pissed off, angsty teenage skateboarding years, I uh-huh. recorded anime over a lot of them. So like okay. I left them there. So now, but if you go to watch them, there's there's anime. It's there. like DBZ. Yeah. <laughs> it was a, it was that show. Remember that show? Uh, it was called like. Bo 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 bo. Yeah, bo 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 bo. Yeah, yes, and I remember. He that had shit. like big yes. nose hairs and stuff. Um, uh huh. So that's gone, and and yeah, I I can't show that to anybody. That's so fucking embarrassing. Um, <laughs> but yeah, making films is part of the weekend too. When you're a kid, you think you're. I I don't know who I. That's the thing too. The purity of what you do if you were a kid in the '90s on the weekend, it's so pure because. A lot of what you do was probably for your own entertainment, your own sake, and you're and, yeah. and unlike these days, whether you like you're it or doing not, it for an audience yeah, or you're looking exactly. for exactly like when you're doing. Yeah. I'm drawing a picture. Unfortunately, now I'm like, I hope you know. In the back of my head, I'm like, I hope people like this when I post it. Yeah, uh, I wish that I could draw in with the enthusiasm and with the imagination when I. Not only did, wasn't going to show anybody when I like didn't want people to see what I was drawing because it was it was like uh-huh. explicit or something like that. <laughs> so yeah, I I, I think that because the weekends are are a way when you think about the weekends as a kid, it was honing in on your joy, especially if you grew up in the '90s pre-internet. You're honing in on your joy, and you're not really caring what other people are thinking of what you're doing, and maybe just your friends. Yeah, may, and, maybe, uh, maybe, and, and that's that's pretty much it. Yeah, and I I totally agree with that. Like, I didn't do it for an audience, and like, if I came up with an idea, we just executed it. We didn't care about the outcome. Nowadays, I'm like, well, I had to think of this piece, and like, how am I going to edit that piece? Like, I I'm thinking too much. Oh to yeah, polish no. it. I had like a I had like a Spider Man comic, uh, and I'd be like looking at the cover, and it's like him and a female character. I'm like, what would it be like if I drew Spider Man plowing her? And then I just spend the next couple hours executing that. And I'm not going to so show that funny. to anyone ever. It's not going to no. go. Well, nowadays, I think you could. I think there'd be an audience yeah, for it. Yeah. But, uh, but I get what you're what's saying. What's that website? Um, SpiderManPlowAndMaryJane.com. No. Uh, <laughs> not that one. Oh, oh. What am I thinking? That site with all the alt art? I can't remember. Help me out, guys. Send send me your energy so I can remember this. Uh, deviant art, <laughs> deviant art. Oh, deviant art, or is it deviant okay, art? Okay. Deviant art. Um, I, I'm not for sure exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, I drew whatever. a lot of stuff back then, pre-internet that that would have been on there. It would have been in yeah. your cringy Sonic drawings. You know, that's for sure. I wasn't drawing Sonic, but it, it was that level. You know, that's hilarious. My friend uh, Jonathan and I would we started our own comic book like club. And we would produce issues of comic books that were just really crude drawings of like us getting into weird situations. Blowing people and stuff. And, um, and then my, yeah, right. <laughs> and my, my mother worked at the school, so we had access to a, a, uh, a copy machine. So we would make copies for our friends and then we would sell it to like other people who were interested in it. Oh, you were selling. And, like, there weren't that many people. There weren't really that many people that would actually buy it. And, and looking back on it, like, I can't believe I did that. I'm kind of embarrassed that I did that because they weren't any good. And it was like comedy that me and my buddy Jonathan would understand. And everyone else was just like, what the fuck is going on? Uh, but I do remember uh, this girl I had a crush on did buy one. And I think it's just because I was giving her attention. And uh, yeah. she's like, yeah, I'll buy one for 50 cents. 
And then like a week later, like she never looked at me yeah, again. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. That's how it, that's how it goes. Understandably so. Uh, uh, listener, uh, good friend and listener of the show, Scott and I had a comic book together. Really? Uh, and we were, oh, we were drawing it all the time and we had characters and we were referencing all the time. We did not try to sell them to people though, you psychopath. Okay. Um, I, <laughs> I don't just know kidding. what I was thinking, man. I don't know. But thankfully, like, I had a, a very large group of friends that kept me involved. Even going in high school, like, I felt like my the group of my friends got even bigger. I was kind of like the, the middle guy. I would go in between all these groups and stuff and then somehow get them all involved, especially on weekends. Like, we would get together to create – like, we had this movie about how – we just wanted to go into this small town and wreak havoc by dressing up like mines yeah. and going into these popular places and just record people's reactions. And we didn't want to go and like actually cause a terror in public. So we're like, what's the absolute minute thing that could cause terror in this small town? Why don't we just get 15 of our friends, dress up like mimes, and just stand around at places? That's cool. And just freak people out. And that's what we would do. You're not that much. uh, Definitely somebody like saw you in the mall and was like, these fucking pricks. But that's not causing trouble. It's not. It's it's not getting people in trouble or embarrassing embarrassing anybody. But I love that you said at the beginning how the weekends of our youth kind of shape who we are now. And that's what I do now. I don't necessarily go in public and rake havoc or anything like that but uh i still focus on making videos yeah. they're much different nowadays because they're more of uh in the, the vein of uh helping with my brand forever bogus or even just shooting some just random things with like kenny gg allen or working on another project of of a friends um but i that shaped me who i am yeah. now I, I what i did back then enjoyed doing then i still do now on my week and i'm still you know watching these serialized episodic shows you know like i i, I, yeah. I just eat them up they're so good and uh drawing art to hurt people <laughs> and and thinking about yeah <laughs> action figures right you just draw like uh, images of you and your wife i don't draw i don't know uh, now guess i draw and like lady bird is just watching you in the corner <laughs> now i draw <laughs> now i draw uh, uh garfield as a hunk um that's yeah. kind of the extent of it I, I i don't go too explicit anymore you know I think you should, but like go underneath like a, an alias or something. That's not a bad idea. I think that'd be fun because I know you're kind of a horn boy sometimes. Yeah. And I think you could come up with some crazy, weird crossovers with some of these nostalgic characters. Yeah. Make them explicit, but release them underneath a different alias completely. Yeah, I think that's not a bad idea, actually. Maybe I'll, I'll draw, you know. Like a Binky 2 or Binky, uh, Binky, I don't know. <laughs> what is Binky? What is that? Isn't Binky like the graffiti artist that is like been unknown, been anonymous for years? You think of Banksy? Like that? Is that Banksy? Binky? Banksy. Binky. <laughs> that's a that's a Teletubby. I don't know. I think you're right. Teletubby. Hey, that's a good idea. Teletubby. That's a good idea. What's that? You should go under Binky as the Teletubby. That's your alien. Oh, and the the Teletubbies <laughs> plowing each other, I guess, right? You can start there. <laughs> Listen, folks, we're going on the weekend. As as of this recording, we're going into the weekend for real. That is it's right. We're recording this on a, what's today, Friday? It is Friday. We just got done with work. We're hanging out on a Friday night. Get ready to kickstart our weekend. So what are you going to do for your weekend now as an adult? Friday nights are spent watching trash TV with my wife and eating a charcuterie board. You like a lot of the trash TV, right? Um, not really, not not me personally. I enjoy like three shows. I, I like Ninety Day Fiance. I like Love After Lockup, and uh, actually, that's it. Like I watch like, like uh, a screenshot, Mama's Boy or whatever. You shared, a, you shared a screenshot not too long ago of like maybe like two weeks ago of one of those shows, and it was it was very knowing you. It was very on brand. But if I only knew Forever Bogus, I'd be like, why is this here? What what, what was that? <laughs> Do you remember what I'm talking about? <laughs> I'm not really for sure what you're talking about. Was it like a like a, a boomerang or something of what I was doing? No, or? it was a screenshot of the show. And it was it was definitely oh. one of those like drama reality over the top. I gotcha. Yes. Okay. I know I know what you're talking about. Like uh I follow some of these meme accounts from uh, like 90 Day Fiance and stuff. Yeah. 
So some of the stuff is like really funny. Same thing with Love After Lockup. There's some really funny ones that like just deserve sharing. I don't care if it's on brand or not. I can't. I'm actually saving 90 Day Fiance and and all those kind of shows. I'm saving them for 20 years from now. Okay. Because could you imagine how fucking cool it would be if there was a 90 Day Fiance from like the late 80s and early 90s that we could watch? Oh, I would you know love what I mean? that. Yeah, that'd be great. That would be so, awesome. That's I mean, a great idea. That's one of the things like I love Cheaters. Cause I, cause it, cause yeah. it has that trashy thing to it, but it's also kind of nostalgic mm-hmm. and you could see like the older haircuts and Pluto TV has a MTV dating channel. Oh. Like, uh, I'm in love with my best friend or, um, there was that game show that was about dating where, uh, a friend would set up another friend up on this date that was being filmed. And like, it was all these actors and stuff. Like, I love watching that kind of stuff. It definitely takes me back or next. Yes. Like yeah. that takes me way back. <laughs> I love their intros in in Next, which is like oh, maybe I'm thinking of the wrong show. They get off the bus. Is are they on a bus in Next? Yes, they're on the bus and they walk out and you're like, I'm Jamie Kilsby. I like cheese. I have bad well, diarrhea and I love dudes. <laughs> they always do something there. And they're like, if these guys don't have a big Johnson, I'm gonna send them packing. Yep, that's something it. Like that, like really stupid puns. I can't. You know that it. actually reminds me of another show I used to watch on the weekends back in the day. Most Extreme Elimination Challenge. Hell yes. Wasn't that on Spikes or something like that? Man. (laughs) Sound of a Mountain Dew getting cracked open. (laughs) (laughs) Lawnmower sounds. (laughs) This is men's stuff. Most Extreme Elimination Challenge was a wonderful show that ran in the early 2000s. And they took uh, this great game show from Japan. I think it was called like Takeshi's Castle. Yep, that's right. They overdubbed it with, with fake voices. And actually... Ironically enough, like, you know, I watched that when we were younger. And now that I went through a whole phase of of Japanese films, mm-hmm. I recognize the host. I'm like, oh, my God, that's Beat Takeshi. He's like a legit action star <laughs> in Japan. He, he fucking rules. I didn't but know that. this, this <laughs> wow. show is game show. They're all – it's very – you know, getting boinked off of the platforms and getting big. It's like, uh, what is that show called nowadays? Extreme Splash or something like yeah, that? Or, yeah, uh, I, I don't know. Whiplash or Whip But I they also remember. put fake dubs over it. So everybody's saying like really bizarre things, you know, the, the, mm-hmm. and the overdubs. Wonderful show. And in fact, if you want to revisit a weekend show like that, it's on Tubi, my friend. Damn right. I think like all four or five seasons are on there. It's great. Tubi has to start giving us money. They really should. I should reach out to them and be like, hey, listen, we've been pimping you out for way too long. We need a compensation. Then they're going to listen to my stories about drawing people. Yep, and be like, never yeah. mind. Hey, maybe we, should, maybe we should lose that part of the show. Um, what, what, what about you, though? What do you do on your, your Friday nights and weekends nowadays? Uh, right now, man, I'm trying – you know, January it, for me is a time where I I get a lot of my – sloth-like habits out of the way you know okay. i i i lo- grew up with video games and i love video games but when i play them throughout the year i start feeling like man i should be doing anything else this is taking up a lot of time yeah. but i allow myself to just play as much as i want in january and then i just kind of don't touch it the rest of the year um good thing so a weekend That's now smart. in january i could be playing some video games i uh I could be eating some food that I'm going to really regret eating. You know, that's a pretty normal weekend thing for me. Um, right. You know, and and it's true. It's true. Like we said, you don't really get that opportunity to disconnect like you did when you were a kid. Yeah. You know, it's so true. We have our phones now. We have the Internet. We have to constantly. It's almost a habit for me. Like I'll jump on and like the first thing I'll type in is like Facebook. I'm like, no, I didn't even want to go to Facebook. Right. Why did yeah. it go here? Yeah. And uh, you're right. It's it's hard to fully disconnect and be present. And that's my challenge to you and my challenge to the listeners is this weekend coming up. Don't have to do it the whole weekend or the whole day, but challenge yourself for your own mental, you know, stability to do something that is completely disconnected and unplugged and is not suitable for oh i'm gonna post this on instagram later oh i'm gonna tweet this later oh i'm gonna do that nobody needs to see it just do something for yourself disconnected that does you know it's a good feeling man relive the weekends of your youth it is challenge accepted and i think that's a perfect way to wrap up this episode and uh let us know how you disconnected over the weekend 
but don't tell us until Sunday night or yeah, Monday morning. Yeah, because okay? then that beats the point. Yeah, don't don't worry about it until then. Draw a picture of someone you hate. Go skateboarding. Go skateboarding. <laughs> watch a, a bad TV show. Yeah. Uh, eat some junk food. Do something that is not publishable and, and, and enjoy yourself. Yes. You know, escape a little bit. That's the whole point of the weekend, my friend. Weekend's all about escaping. That's right. Well, I do want to remind our listeners before we jump off here that we are now on our own RSS feed. It's February. We've been talking about it for a little while now. We are no longer going to be posting our episodes on the Boom Howdy title or Boom Howdy RSS feed. So what that means is that the podcast or or platform that you're listening to us on right now, go ahead and go to the search, look up the Forever Bogus Podcast, hit subscribe, hit follow, whatever it is there on that platform, and you will get the update. There are weekly updates for your weekly nostalgia. Yeah, and and will you subscribe? I'm, I'm subscribed. And on Spotify, yes. and uh, it just pops up, and you're like, "Oh wow, so convenient!" There's a new episode right there. Yeah, subscribe to the show. Yep. Uh, this this was a laid back, sort of chill, more just chatting episode. But uh, uh, going forward, we'll get back to those hard cutting, researched episodes. Um, yes. And so a lot of work goes into it, and a lot of nostalgia, a lot of joy, and. I want you to be here for the ride, folks. Thank you for listening. Thank you for continuing <laughs> to listen and listen more. Yes. Uh, tell That's friends. Right. You coming back every week. Uh, when I listen to our show to like edit edit it and stuff, it almost kind of feels like the weekend because it's just you know two buds talking and having a good just time. Just two bros. Bringing up some of that nostalgic vibes. Yeah. Having a good time. Yeah, I love it. So a little slice of the weekend in the middle of your That's week. That's right. So until then... Always remember to be kind. Rewind. And then we'll all stay. Yeah.